All right. It's Fast and Furious time. The one that started it all. Well, not started. We kind of restarted it all. Um, but hey, this one introduces a cool new character named Han who says he's going to Tokyo. Good luck, dude. I'm sure nothing bad's going to happen there. We're talking about Fast and Furious. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to your new favorite show, The More You Nerd, where we are here getting fast with Furious Summer as we are going through every Fast and Furious movie in order that we have never seen before. Uh, So it's a first time watch (laughs) for both of us at this point, which is absolutely wild. And I say both of us because I cannot do this alone. I need the... uh, nissan gtr to my uh dodge charger miles how are you friend <laughs> i'm i'm stoked i love i love what we're doing right now um we do need to get uh i'm hoping he's caught getting caught up because we need to get travis back on here for one of these guys yeah um but uh yeah i i think everyone knows what i'm about to say uh so if if you're listening at home stay along with me i'm excited for four fast four furious Fast for y'all. Fast and um, furious. Come on. Right, fast and furious, fast baby. And fast furious. and furious. So, yeah, like you alluded to in the um in the intro, this is a little bit of a reboot. Um, this is uh, it's a direct sequel to the first movie. Um, and the studio, there's very little really about like this one. It was like very cut and dry. It's like, hey, the studio saw how positively everyone received. Uh, Vin Diesel's cameo in Tokyo Drift that they saw that as a sign. Okay, let's let's start getting the band back together. So you've got Justin Lim, who directed Tokyo Drift, who will, you know, be prevalent in this franchise from here on out. Yeah. And the writer, Chris Morgan, and who also wrote Tokyo Drift, who also wrote Tokyo Drift. We get a little bit of a, a, a movie that's kind of getting the band back together. This whole thing really and i think that's why i when i finished it i wasn't as enthusiastic as i was with the third the first three despite the fact that i had a a really good time is the whole thing kind of feels like a setup to get to how the movie ends yeah and which i know sounds weird but like it's it's a setup to like bring everyone together so that we can get to the next proper fast and furious movie that make any sense yeah Kinda. Sorry, I got distracted learning that the two random guys that were part of uh, Dom's crew at the beginning of this movie are Puerto Rican singers who just <laughs> started a short film about, you know, we I didn't realize there were so many uh, Fast and Furious short films. Yeah, um, so uh, uh, Los Bandoleros is, I didn't actually watch it for this week. It's a 20-minute short film directed by Vin Diesel. Um, and I had every intention to watch it. I'll probably watch it uh within uh the next week just just to say i i saw it i hear it's pretty good um unlike the short film that proceeded too fast too furious which was kind of a nothing burger <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah let's let's talk about uh fast and, and furious uh 
which is uh, a, a title that again, uh, real shoes, real weird title. Yeah, it, uh, issues any sort of relationship with the entire series it's called fast and furious um doing the self-titled sequel before halloween i guess this this movie um franchise i don't care how much anyone loves it the worst titling of any franchise ever <laughs> like i mean the the first three fine but when you get Fast and Furious, and then I think there's one called The Fast and Furious, and well, no, the, then the you have The Fast and the Furious is is the the first one, correct? All right, well, hang but on. there's also one called I thought there was one called It's The Fast, oh, fast and the Furious, too fast, too fast, too fast, The Fast and the Furious is well, the nobody at home can hear it. So, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, um, the Fast right, and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious, Fast Five, yes, Fast, and Furious Fast and Furious Six, Six, Furious Seven, The Fate of the Furious, F Nine, and the Fast, Fast Ten. <laughs> so, and and a lot of people will call these movies at the time they called them. The Furious movies. Well, when when Furious Seven came out, that came shorthand, and now they're just called the it's the Fast franchise because they stuck with you know Fast Blank, and I'm okay with this. I mean, I don't mind that. I just <laughs> these movies are so hilariously titled. I love it so much. Um, so let's let's get into it because this one kind of sticks us right back into some familiar territory. We get a a little heist on the highway. In the Dominican Republic, I believe. Yes. And we've got Letty. We've got uh, Dom. We've got a couple of new people we hadn't met yet. And then and this crazy new Han. character named Han that we've never seen before. Surely going to go far in this franchise. Who, who and I love this, is snacking. Yes. He, he is chomping on some snacks. <laughs> I hear what they're doing is to I hear they're doing some crazy things in Tokyo, he says, while he pops something into his mouth. Oh, Han. Oh, even when he's in the when he when he's driving the first scene, he's snacking on something. <laughs> Which is honestly, it's it's cool because we don't get to see Han drive a lot in Tokyo Drift. No, Just the one I mean, big scene, really. And this is like his only real scene. Yeah, like you said, like after the heist, uh, Dom claims that the the heat is too hot on on him and he has to break up the crew in in an admittedly very stupid fashion. Yes. Um, but. He moves to Mexico, is running a garage and gets a call from Mia, uh, Jordana Brewster's character from the first film. And he, you know, starts off all caught. I told you not to call me here. And she informs him that letty's been murdered off screen how convenient well we also get to see it on a flashback so i mean yeah. you know but what i what i mean is uh i've seen movie posters <laughs> well yeah i mean we'll, we'll, let's pretend you haven't <laughs> but, um, yeah, like that's one of these things that's one of the things about this movie is that there is so much in this one in particular that is so silly because i know of changes that they have made to future movies that i just it's 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 just funny, um, but mm -hmm. uh, but we we should also talk about our other leading man, our boy, Brian, who is now 
a big boy cop. He's an FBI agent now. Full um, for bye. Yeah, which I mean that that makes so much sense. Um, and I I texted you as I Paul Walker as an FBI agent feels like three kids on each other's shoulders in a suit because like <laughs> he just doesn't. He doesn't look like he belongs there. It doesn't make sense that he's there. This we, we are told this takes place five years after the first film. And well, he did help the FBI in Miami. Yeah, in 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 the worst way possible. And he's got a police background. Like it's and, no, no. The, I, under, I, I understand but, but, but why say, why the movie logic puts him there, but there ain't no way. But you question why he like why he's there because he doesn't look like he fits in. And honestly, that's kind of the point of the movie is to show that he doesn't fit in doing this. Well, and I also I'm I'm, I'm guessing the next movie is going to explain what happened to the garage that he started with all that money with Tyrese's character. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Tyrese's character does not appear in this. I honestly I know the Marvel movies had just had Iron Man even come out at this point. Iron Man had because that was 2008, right? I thought it was 2009. It might have been 2008. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up. We're, we're, if it's 2009, gonna... it came out the same year. If it's 2008, it came out the year before. Uh, Iron Man, it did come out in 2008. Uh, so, okay. with that said, Marvel movies, and I know post credit sequences existed in movies before. The first Fast and the Furious movie had a post credit sequence, but yep. Marvel movies made post credit sequences a whole thing. Yes. And I was honestly expecting this movie to have one. I, I was too because of the nature of the movie. Because this I'll say this. I, well, I think that the um the setup is deeply flawed and um and the and the, and the, the third act is a is a fun ride, but I think the movie lives and dies by the second act. The, the most interesting aspect of this movie is Dom and Brian rekindling their friendship. And that's when the movie like really just gets good. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. Um, I don't I don't think that the setup is flawed. I actually kind of like the setup, especially with a, the, this. A, well, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about the whole the, how the group breaks up and like, oh, the, the heat's too hot. And I'm like that. Oh, yeah, that's tough. I mean, Dom leaves a stack of money with Letty. But but I did like. I did like a reveal that happens and we'll get there uh, as we kind of go through some of this movie, because there is a, a moment that I thought was like, oh, man, did not expect him to do that. But to go back to my post credits thing, I do think that the the end of this movie, the final scene of this movie in another time would be a post credit sequence. Oh, much 100 percent, mu much like I think the final scene, the Vin Diesel cameo in Tokyo Drift would be a post credit sequence. I'm I'm honestly maybe because it's been, you know, 15 years of Marvel movies, I'm kind of credit sequenced out. I'm like, I don't mind a mid credit sequence, but like at this point, like just, just make it part of the movie. And I, I like I the fact Here's that Tokyo drift and this movie did that. So I, I hear that I get it, but I'm a dude who will sit through the credits just to make sure my eyes see the people who worked on the movie because mad respect to all the people that go for sure i'm not against and, credit and, watching and if i get a little if i get a little present for doing that nice <laughs> but anyway uh so what we have learned is letty has been killed conveniently by the same guy that brian and his fbi crew 
is also searching for. Well, not not only that, but we we learned that Dom has some sort of superpower in this movie. Oh, Dom um, Dom is almost Dom, Batman in this movie. D- Dom is yeah Sherlock. He he is he is the the BBC Sherlock because he just looks at this street and like just can reverse everything and see the scene how it played out. And I mean, and just I keep- he's. I kept calling Dom Batman in my notes because he's like picking up powder and yeah. and he's he's visualizing the way that the this this crash the angles happened. Of the, yeah, everything happened. And even when he's driving, like he knows exactly when to like just hoof it so he can get right under something as it's as it's like barreling over the of the car. Yeah. Um, which yeah, I guess I, it I, makes, I think you're right. Dom is Batman here. Yeah, which makes sense that Wonder Woman's in this movie, but we'll get to her later. Yeah. Um but uh not the only DC comics uh, person in this movie either, which was an interesting uh, reveal that miles <laughs> and I just figured out, but, uh, um, what, but this is also like, this movie also has some really cool stuff. And I like the car work in this movie a lot because it feels, it, some of it feels campy, but it doesn't feel CG in a way that some of the worst defenders in the last two movies have. So I got to talk about a problem that I, I've had with all four of these movies with the car work. We see all these amazing stunts. I mean, Brian cuts off a highway, goes down an actual, uh, you know, grassy hill. To Sorry, bounce car, on- he says. Sorry, car. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and to smack into the, uh, the, uh, the pavement to get back in the race. Um, I would love to know what magical place these people buy their tires from, because my car has trouble with a Target parking lot on the regular <laughs> and these guys are bouncing off driving on walls and n- nary a, a flat tire to be found they're using the big firestones man they're using uh they're using uh i don't know what they're using but oh, i i have a question for you because this just occurred to me hmm. that was the only race in the movie it was and and i've i've made this complaint a couple times in the franchise and uh, my bud said listen settle down you're gonna find out very quickly this franchise is no longer about racing um <laughs> it's just about going fast and being furious yeah it's it, it's it's a car superhero like imagine the transformers movies without the transformers it's just cars um that's the franchise and then that's fine but you know i think tokyo drift gave us such a treat with like some really fun racing that you know, I I like I lo- the race we had here was fine. I thought the uh, the the Siri of of the um <laughs> of the movie the, was the, really the, obnoxious. The Alexa. Well, but that's another thing. Like those those portable GPS receivers, those things were like new. They were a mm-hmm. they were a premium I product. Like, I know, I know. So so this is also the last Fast and the Furious movie that came out before I got married. Uh, this movie came out in April of 2009 and I got married in June of 2009. That's right. And uh, on my first anniversary, I uh, or not my first anniversary, a couple anniversaries and started recording podcasts on my anniversary uh, like I did this year, which is fun. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> a couple weeks ago. <laughs> anyway. My wife's well, fine. Weren't we do that with Rebecca? Didn't we do that with Rebecca? Uh, no, here's was it Monday. Cosmic Crit? That was Cosmic Oh, it was, it was Monday? Monday? Okay. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, she was recording a different podcast. It's okay. We still <laughs> love each other very much. Um, which sounds sarcastic when I say that. What a weird way. What a... <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Anyway. We're all nerdy. <laughs> but, um, but I remember for that Christmas that year getting a TomTom 
that uh, we got uh, just uh, from from relatives for that Christmas after we got married. And it lived in my car until uh, my car got broken into and it disappeared. But the joke's on them because that thing had stopped working a long time ago. <laughs> so <laughs> hope you got lost on the way to pawn that off. You jerk that broke into my car. Um, but anyway, that was a long story to for for really nothing, uh, which is which is fine. Um, that's kind of what we do. We're podcasters anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've done the race. Uh, but let's let's move yeah. forward a little bit. We, 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 we need to talk about. We do need to talk about some of the characters that are introduced with this race because we've gotten a character that oh, you, you 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 want you want the big reveal of, of the other dc character <laughs> well so I, I i have to say gal gadot is in this movie gal gadot gal gadot gal gadot i never i don't actually know how to pronounce her name i think it's gadot i think it's gadot um miles what's gal gadot's character's name without close your eyes and tell me what her character name is uh giselle okay good because i didn't remember her character name i couldn't <laughs> clock i could not clock when they ever said it on screen um she, I think, says it once, and and for I can't, I can't remember why I sarcastically said, "Oh, of course that's her name." Um, I don't know why I said that, but I did. Um, <laughs> she, I mean, this is her first real proper acting role. I've, I know she'd done like a TV thing uh, a couple years prior, but this is her first uh, film credit. And I mean, you know, she's a she's a a, a for, foreign born model turned actress, and I mean, she does she does what what she's called to do which isn't much i can't say oh she's bad in this movie because she's not she does she's supposed to be the femme fatale she's and she's fine. supposed to yeah she honestly she does exactly honestly i i i have mad respect for the fact that they did not have dom who has been mourning letty's death the entire movie kiss kiss wonder woman oh, in this no movie. That, that, that scene in the garage was so good and it says so much about dom's character because he basically kind of disses her as he walks away yeah it was never <laughs> it's you amazing he says it was never you which is like ah oh. yeah because so. like you know they're having this big flirtatious breathy thing and then she's like that doesn't sound anything like like me and he's like yeah yeah, <laughs> it no, was never it you. It was never you. Uh, it's great, and and but even at the end, like you think that oh, is she after after she's you know turned against uh, Braga and and Braga, uh, and and you know all of this stuff. There's like this moment, and then it's just it's it's nothing. And I I, I respect that a lot. I I really mm -hmm. really like that because that I, that's just that's such a character. Would have made moment. me lose respect for Dom. Exactly. Exactly. Um. I, so that that was that was really good. One more thing about the GPS that I wrote down on my notes that I needed to, <laughs> that I need to I, I need to say out loud because it was it was so funny to me in my notes. And it's not going to be funny when I say it out loud, but that's OK. Um, but as Dom and uh, and Brian, because they are the last two in this race to be part of Braga's crew uh, as they're the, as they're you know reaching their destination, the GPS comes on and says, you are a quarter mile from your destination, to which I audibly yelled out loud at a time. <laughs> uh. Yeah, and, and, and that race scene, for everything they do so good to build Dom back up and be this, I mean, clearly we had missed him as a screen presence because he's phenomenal. His split second cameo 
in Tokyo Drift is worth talking about for a length of time, which we did. So having him is great. And he he is consistently just smooth. Uh, Paul Walker's oh, what, what, Brian, Paul, on the other hand, uh, Vin Diesel in this movie. When he's shaking down a, a mechanic about something. Knocks a grabs a dude by the throat, throws him down, hits the 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 crane, whatever thing that that's holding this massive engine so that it comes crashing down and then grabs the chain with one arm as he's holding this dude under it, barely preventing it from smashing this dude's head. And it's like, that is impossible. That's impossible. But it's also also a Batman move. It's also it's (laughs) such a Batman move. And it's like. Vin Diesel wasn't Groot yet. He wasn't Groot for almost a decade after this. Well, not only that, but like, I mean, he also holds a dude outside a window. Yeah. And- so, to- oh, not, not only does he hold a dude outside a window, when Brian shows up, he Batman's out. He just disappears. Yes, he does. It's like, the, he's... He, he- He's Batman. (laughs) You're right. He he is Batman in this movie. Um, He's got a he's got a fancy black car. He's Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. He he's really good at driving in and out of caves. He's Batman. (laughs) Yeah. 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 No. I'm 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 on board with this, Drew. I'm on board. (laughs) Um, Now, Paul Walker's Brian, on the other hand. Uh, they've they've toned down. He's not calling everyone cuz anymore, which is nice. Thank, thank, at thank the same Nissan, time, thank I, Honda, thank Chevy that he is. Paul not Walker is when when the script lets him is smooth, like when he <laughs> takes that one FBI agent down and in, in the office. It's oh, he awesome. he it was all, like. So Paul Walker's uh, Brian's character, uh, Brian is is kind of going off book with this because like they bring in Mia when questioning because they've detected uh, Dom coming over the the border and back into the U.S. And so they want to take down Dom. And they brought in Mia for questioning. And of course, Brian's like, mm, nah. Uh, so he goes in and he fakes this call to get one of the guys out of there. And he takes Mia out and, you know, gets her gets her home. and they have a very uncomfortable yeah, but, conversation but I, that, I, I don't like that scene because it's 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 an exposition dump for one you know oh it's been five years since you did what you did and it's like well okay but all of that gets fixed in the next act because all the stuff they do with brian and dom and mia even though they, they kind of speed up the development because it's a movie on a tv show i really like and i also like the reveal when. Dom calls the last number that Letty heard okay. from. So yeah, this is this is hours later in the movie. We did, we skipped over uh, we skipped over Beast Boy calling everybody a funny name. Oh, that's right. I forgot you wanted to. It's okay. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Be, the the voice actor for Beast Boy in Teen Titans in this movie as one of the weirdest characters. Um, calling everyone nutsack. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but I mean whatever if, if you've ever wanted to hear that character say that word uh you can hear it multiple times in this movie but yes although he's he's speaking with his voice and it's it's very distinctly different from beast boys it ain't that different it's different enough <laughs> but yes so so we're 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 like an hour and change into the movie and dom and brian have 
does this happen? This happens after they they get the shipment, right? Yeah. Okay, man. This happens later in the movie than I I thought. Yeah. So the whole time they go through this whole hazing process to to become drug runners, these drivers for Braga's crew, and as soon as they get the product into Mexico, Dom thinks it's just this one lieutenant who's responsible for killing Letty. And so he's he sets up this freaking mousetrap. Again, Batman, five steps ahead of everyone. He he uncorks the NOS in his car and then pops in the cigarette lighter. Remember those? Yes. Uh, this was a beautiful moment. I really love this. I don't I don't believe the amount of damage that it does when it eventually pops no, off. No, but I, but I don't one care. Of best, <laughs> one of the best like action stunts that I've seen in the series so far. Like in terms of like just spectacle. Because what Dom, what Dom has figured out is that these drivers that have had to go through like this no headlights run up to this mountain range on the border and then through this series of caves that are very well put together, but also not well put together at all. Um, it's kind of a cool thing, but it also doesn't make any sense why they would need to do it at the speeds that they're doing it. But whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, but uh, but they get to the other side and Dom and, and Brian kind of clock that they're going to kill all the drivers. And that's what's mm-hmm. happened here. Uh, so Dom sets up a plan to distract them so that he can take his shot at Phoenix. Phoenix is the sort of right hand man of 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 the the big bad played by Laz Alonzo, another comic book franchise character. He is known as M.M. in The Boys. Um, and it took me a while to recognize him because he is like he's half, like 150 pounds heavier. It's like and half of muscle. the size <laughs> of, of how, how big he is in The Boys. Um, but yeah, he pulls out really good performance out of him. He's he's, he's menacing. He's he's interesting. Um, yeah, that was great. Uh, but yeah, but that but that that cigarette lighter pops off and the NOS explodes and there's gunfights. And it's a reminder that, Oh yeah, Brian's an FBI agent. Who's got (laughs) experience with automatic weapons and submachine guns. And so Brian starts taking people out and, and he does. I mean, yeah, he's flat out murking guys. (laughs) He's got, I think he's got the highest body count in the movie. (laughs) At least it, I, I was about to make a really import taste joke and I different definition, different definition, <laughs> different definition. Um, so so this this causes them to kind of go. On the lamb. Yeah, so the, the um, two the two of them take this Hummer, which I think is actually an H1 Hummer, which is like the actual yeah. good Hummer, like the one that the military used, like that you saw Arnold Schwarzenegger driving around back in the 90s. Um, and so uh and so they uh they take that to 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 dom's house and they reunite with mia and uh and dom well no they 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 first are hiding out somewhere else right well they well they hide the they hide the uh uh the h1 they hide it in because they hide it smartly in the fbi's impound lot because they're like this is the last place to look for this car and they pick up a little impreza um that uh that they drive this this is where we find out that when when dom's going through letty's stuff and finds her phone and calls the last number of that 
that she was in contact with thinking it's going to lead her him to her killer ryan's phone starts ringing such a good reveal this is a good reveal it's, it's a really i i honestly did not expect it because we we've known that they were trying to in the, the fbi was trying to infiltrate uh uh braga's organization and we know that letty was driving for braga's organization and we see her show up on a list of people that were killed as part of this last thing w- way earlier on in the movie but we haven't put together that it was because Brian was working with her to do it. And yeah. And at first, you know, he's not Dom's not thinking he just starts wailing on Brian. They're having a scuffle. And just kicking the and, crap. And, and it's still never clear if Mia knew because I, I don't think she does. I don't think Mia knew but, because Brian didn't. Brian wasn't going to reach out to Mia because. Right. Because of the, the whole conversation they had in the info dump scene. But, the, but, that, but again, that was even before uh, that was after all the stuff with Letty off screen but she's trying to stop uh dom from you know killing brian and then you he finally yells out you know we were working together she was trying to clear your name so you could come home and like she just wanted you to come home like ah that scene works so from here and then uh almost for the rest of the movie but until like we get to the the big you know third act uh, action sequence we have an awesome awesome movie I love the whole, you know, Brian and Dom coming back together. Obviously, Mia and Brian rekindle their, you know, uh, relationship. Uh, they have very, very they, quickly. The, the, like, like the, he literally is like, I'm going inside real quick. And it's like, and he comes back out, like, to start working on the car, like, 20 minutes later or whatever. And I'm like, this is no, they, <laughs> this they, is hilarious. They definitely uh, had an experience in that kitchen and then just went out to hang out with Dom, who <laughs> I'm not sure they closed the door is what I wrote in my notes. Did they close the door? Because I don't think they did. Um, I don't think they did. It was very funny. Um, but I, I love all of this. I love, you know, seeing them in the garage again together in, in the Toronto garage and just everything about that works. And I and like, even though I will kind of throw away and say, yeah, this is kind of the getting the band together kind of movie. It feels like a prequel to something else. There's still worthwhile stuff happening here. And and what I like is that this movie kind of closes all of the plot threads from one. Yes, it obviously introduces a lot of new ones, but the main plot thread that needs to get closed up is Dom and Brian. No, you know trusting each other but not but i also allies. i also really hated the whole like why did you let me go i don't know uh or or why did you is no, it me that asked no, it's me that asked that and and you yeah. know what miles i have i have to stop you right there bro because if i look at any character on on screen in any of these movies and i ask that character what they're, doing, they're doing what they're doing <laughs> and their answer is i don't know that character is Brian. That is Brian to a T so far in these movies. Sure, he never knows what's going on. He seems to be the least clued in character in anything. And well, you and know I, what? I, I, That's okay. Because part of this okay. movie is about him finding his own way. I just, I wish they had written him at, as on the ball as Dom. I mean, because in, in the prior movie, in, in Too Fast, Too Furious, Too Fast for Y'all, uh, Brian is kind of zoned in on everything and here he's a lot more aloof 
And you can't have two I, Batmans I in one movie, Miles. You can't have two. I Batmans. understand that, but you could at least have a Robin. You could have a Nightwing. Heck, you could even have a Signal. But I, I just, I, I, I think, I wish they had written Brian a little better. I, especially in like the the Dino scene with Mia when they're doing the info dump. I, I appreciate that he doesn't know he who he is still uh, well, that he's had the no, identity crisis. No, I will I will give Brian some credit because he because the the whole crux of this final arc is that they have a whole bunch of drugs. I think it's heroin that they have taken from this yeah, thing. Like, what, six million dollars worth, I think. Sixty million dollars. Sixty. Okay. They want six million dollars for it, but only if Braga himself comes to deliver it. And this is this is another great scene that you can see coming a mile away, but it's also a fun surprise when it happens. It's like, oh, of course, that they bring out this old, old dude and he's wearing like a gray suit and a pink tie. And meanwhile, the guys that are watching because because Brian's clued in the FBI that they're going to do this so they can capture Braga because he's worked out that if they capture Braga, that Dom will get to go free. Um, Dom doesn't trust yeah. that rightly, but uh, as we will soon learn, but but Brian's like, OK, but so this old this old dude comes out and is talking to them. And while this is going on, the same dude that Brian kicked the crap out of in the FBI offices earlier, slammed this dude's head into a concrete pillar. I'm surprised that dude got up from that by the way <laughs> yeah and i mean this guy also completely botches the entire mission because but but, it's... Yeah, but but they 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 see oh this is the guy go get him go get him and so the entire fbi task force races out and a firefight starts and this guy as brian clocks on the ground is not the guy this is this is a fake and this is where we learn that the guy compost that we've seen the entire movie is actually braga in a fun little twist, which, you know, makes perfect sense. And then then it just involves them going into uh, Mexico to to, you know, to kidnap him. And there's a whole second race through the tunnels, which I'm not super satisfied with because I don't. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm with you. It's I mean, it's fun. It, it, it's there's there's nothing about. That. And actually, while I was watching this, Krista mentioned something. Um, when she, you know, uh, my, my girlfriend grew up in Orlando, Florida, and so uh, went to Universal. To, that's uh, close to Miami, where uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Well, play. so went to Universal like daily, and when they traded out Back to the Future for an Elroy ride, she she was like, they should have done Fast and the Furious. They should have made Fast and the Furious Elroy. the new Back to the Future ride. Yeah, uh, Jetsons. They have an Elroy ride? It they did. I don't think it's there anymore. But they the Back to the Future became an Elroy ride for a little bit. That, and that, it was like El, Elroy's something or other. I, I can't remember what it's called. That's wild. Yeah. But although oh, no, I, I think I think it's now the Simpsons ride if the Simpsons ride is still on. Oh, cool. Anyway, but I, I thought I thought to myself, yeah, a, a Fast and the Furious ride uh, in a similar vein to the how the Back to the Future worked would have been awesome. And it would have kind of felt like this because nothing feels real uh, in this in this uh, cave drive. Having a crazy roller coaster that's car themed called Too Fast for Y'all would be great. Oh, amazing. 
And there's some really fun stuff that that Dom gets to do uh, in terms of the action part of this of this uh, sequence. And then you have. OK, uh, Miles, I have a question for you about what Dom does. Does he literally leap out of yep. the, the <laughs> cursed car and have that crash? Only to then be in the cursed car again at the end of the movie. <laughs> he does. That that's what happens, right? Like I mean, again, he's Batman, so he can do whatever he wants. Like, because um, I, I keep, I was like, oh, that's that's the cursed car getting destroyed. Well, they got it, they got it, they blew it up. But then he's in it again, right? Is it is the it is the same car? No, it's not the same car. It's not the same car. It isn't the same car at the end. I because I made a note about this because. The car at the end is like that one f bomb that you can get in a PG thirteen movie. Yeah, I think they, because I think they it, actually squeeze two in because it's painted f bomb on the side of that car. I thought that was a yeah. fun little. Uh, I little thought that reference. was pretty great too. And you get this great like he crashes into Phoenix and then throws off a one liner that honestly wouldn't work if almost anyone else says it. It's still dumb when Dom says it, but it's it super dumb. Works. <laughs> It's so dumb. It's, but because Vin Diesel just nails it. Uh, um, and and then they take Braga to, to prison, essentially. Um, which, you know what? I, I like it. I like that that they are not taking the easy way out. Dom gets his revenge for the single person that that killed Letty. And yeah. And they and still you know, you get know to, what? They still get to be the good guys and bring somebody to justice instead of just killing them in true Batman fashion. And you know what's funny is I, that's that's been true in two, three, and four. We haven't killed a bad guy yet. I mean, a, a main bad guy. I don't know. Brian killed one of them, or might have killed one of them in the first movie, because he shot one of the motorcycle guys at the end. You, well, okay, so they but, but they're granted, no, yeah, they're they're. I mean, granted, we've seen two characters die on screen that we're pretty sure are going to be back. So, <laughs> no, but like, but also, also the the uh, the Tran gang isn't like the main villain of that movie. They they just happen to be a antagonist in that movie. I'm talking about like a, a big bad, you know. Doing the second one, arrested. Uh, third one goes home, I guess. Um. <laughs> and then then this one gets arrested. Um, I I like this trend because yes, you can you can bring characters back. I think that they understood that before many superhero films did, where hey, we don't have to kill the main bad guy. We can use them for later. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean that I, I think this movie is certainly a satisfying uh return to form of sorts for people wanting the fast crew back together, at least Dom and Brian. Um, I think it sets up for like a proper, like fast and furious. Like, like for me, this, this feels like I'm watching a prequel. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I want to pause before we talk about the very end of the movie. Okay. Let's do car talk. This is car talk. We're going to talk about cars. <laughs> <laughs> I have been playing a lot of Gran Turismo uh, and I have loved that Brian uh, decides to use almost all uh, GTRs, uh, Skyline GTRs, which is one of my favorite cars. Um, 
in this movie and he uses right drive cars a lot, which uh, he had a uh, propensity to do in the previous films. And I just love that they are keeping that going, that that's his personal choice is a Japanese right drive car. I approve. Um, Mia is shown driving a Honda NSX. Do you know what an NSX is, Miles? Oh, absolutely not. It is a beast of a car. Gorgeous, it gorgeous, cool. gorgeous yeah, it was, car. It was a nice looking car. Uh, that car's freaking expensive. Um, like, oh yeah, we, we are we are no longer. I mean, we we talked about this. We are no longer in the realm of uh, cheap cars with money in the well, engine. <laughs> this one stood out to me because this one was legit. Like to buy an NSX today, which again I'm talking in 2023 money, it's like a hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Wow, that's not just something that Mia's gonna have. Back then, it was a little different, um, but it ain't that different. It would have been, you know, like those things might have started in the $70,000 in the 90s, which is she was driving a 90s uh, NSX, um, which is still a lot of money uh, and they don't make a lot of them. But anyway, uh, gorgeous, gorgeous car. There's a lot of American muscle in this movie. I think this is really the first movie that has had more American muscle than Japanese autos, which I get. Um, I understand that. Um, I don't know a lot about American cars. I don't know a lot about any cars. Um, so I can't really say too much about that. Uh, but what I can say is um, there's a lot of dead people in this movie, Miles. You know why? Why? No one's wearing a seatbelt. There's not a dang seatbelt in this entire movie. There's <laughs> they're all where they're all using the crazy Sparco racing seats that have the slots for the seatbelts <laughs> coming down. The racing harnesses ain't nobody using it. Um, so rest in peace, everybody that died in this movie uh, because you weren't wearing a seatbelt. Or, or um, you smashed into a cave at 160 miles an hour. <laughs> And this is Drew's amateur car talk where he doesn't really know anything. And all he knows is from video games. I don't even have an NNSX in uh, Gran Turismo yet because so, it's too expensive. But I have, a, I have a couple GTRs. I have a lot of 90s GTRs. But anyway. One of the things that stood out about this movie to me was how impactful the soundtrack wasn't. In every single movie, I, I have felt like the soundtrack has had a presence. And there are big singles in this movie, but they don't really feel part of the movie. Like, I don't feel like the, the soundtrack has as much of a presence in this film that it did the first three. And. I mean, I don't know if there was a, a, a fast and furious brand uh, song or not. No, I'm there, sure was. there was it, it. There was. It plays over the end, but much like too fast, too furious, too fast for y'all. Fast for y'all. Um, and Tokyo Drift. It's just a random song that has Fast and Furious added to it and kind yeah, of a little but cut. Like, in Tokyo Drift, like the soundtrack was still a major part of the movie. Like it, it, it was constant and you they played the Tokyo Drift song a lot but in I, that movie. I, but I, <laughs> I, I have a distinct impression as to why this movie, unlike all of the movies that we have watched so far, is not about racing. There well, is there, that that's, that's very there true. Is one race in this movie, and that is the point where that 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 you see all the like kit cars and all of the yeah the things with the crazy speakers and the guys playing video games in the back seat and all of this stuff. That's only no Hulk car, no Hulk car, because that's in Tokyo and it may not exist yet. 
I know, but I was kind of hoping to see something cool, like 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 a super cool idea car like that. Yeah, um, but like, or, there, right. there, honestly, there was a cool car that had a a a, 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 a hood that opened like a clamshell. Oh yeah, shell. that's right. That was pretty cool. Um, but anyway, but yeah, like uh, but, 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 the, but because of that, the, I mean, this is just a movie that's not about the car culture in the way that the previous movies have been. Th- that's that's very true. Also, it's 2009. Soundtracks were becoming less and less of a thing. I mean, I, the honestly, other than Transformers at this time, I can't think of anything else that was still like highlighting a song for the soundtrack as much. Uh, and then know, that's starting to come back a little bit, you know, uh, Barbie's uh, really bumping like the, the it soundtracks can be eclectic. The, the Spider-Verse movies have had uh, very well-known soundtracks. I'm, I'm kind of hoping the movie soundtrack makes a big comeback. I've been wanting that because I love soundtracks. And this is 2009. That's one that's kind of really fading. So there is that aspect as well, I feel like. Yeah, but. You know, it, it is what it is. I honestly, I feel like they had songs by a number of a very popular a very, artists. I'm They're pretty sure Pit, hits. I'm pretty sure Pitbull or someone that sounds a lot like Pitbull was all no, over the soundtrack with Lil John. Yeah, because there's there's a lot of there's a lot of just, no, there, there's massive songs in this movie. Yeah, uh, like you said, the uh, uh, Crazy by Pitbull with uh, Lil John is in there. That song was huge. Yeah, it was it was a it was a a top 40 song. Like the song's massive. Yeah. Uh but it doesn't feel like it's part of the film, you know? Which, you know, again, I think it makes s- some sense in the yeah. kind of because, you know, when because here's here's the funny thing about cars that are designed for pure speed. Uh, they don't have a lot of audio equipment in them because that's weight that you want to keep down. <laughs> right. Uh so so Miles. So, so what, are, what are your thoughts on the Fast and Furious uh, or just Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious. Yes. The Fast and the Furious. You can listen to three weeks ago and, uh, and yeah, you can hear that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's their fault for naming this just a mm. weird, similar name. Yeah. Um, so this movie, I weirdly. I, I shouldn't say weirdly like this is not as deep of a movie, and I I I don't like using <laughs> I don't like using that word it's because not the, the Melville of Tokyo Drift. You, you know, I don't think it's Arthur Miller's Fast and Furious. Um, no, but I, I don't think like this movie is more grounded than two. Sure. Less grounded than one. Yes. Less grounded than Ish. three. Also true. But I do. But it's got the kind of I'm going to call star power performances because like yeah th- three i really liked three the only thing that held I me back from great. three is that what's his beak just wasn't that compelling on screen as a main character Lucas black yeah who you Where, kept calling brian <laughs> i kept calling him brian i'm sorry i'm sorry but i mean he was designed to be to be he's designed brian. to be little brian um but I, I i i think dom like you know i've i've been a guy that's kind of I haven't made fun of Vin Diesel because I would never because he would snap me in half. But uh, but it's one of those things where when you're known for making super huge budget car movies for your entire career. There's certain things that you assume because Mm -hmm. I forget about all of the other performances that I have legit seen Vin Diesel do really good work in. Right. And he's not doing his best work here. 
but he's doing a better job than a lot of other people would in this role. And that's kind of where I am. Like Vin Diesel's got some talent and he lets a lot of it leak out in this movie. Well, um, I mean, yeah, I, I certainly think his charisma oozes off the screen, especially in this film. And I think that, I mean, let's also be honest. It's not like he's being written as, you know, David Mamet's, you know, Fast and Furious. Like we're we're not getting something like, you know, he's not being asked to do anything too crazy. So yeah. we can't I can't really like knock his acting. He is doing exactly what he is being asked to do and excelling at it. And, but, um, you, but, you know, but there are those scenes like in the reveal that Letty was working for Brian that you see when it when it comes out that she was just trying to save him and he stops and it's he's almost brought to tears. his face yeah yeah it's I like mean, that's that's i, I mean that's that's not bad that's a pretty no, I good love, i love this thing because they, it, it actually allows both of those guys to act and we can and we can see clearly both those guys are good actors and i mean look i don't have any real problem with um Chris Morgan, I don't think his dialogue serves the characters. That's been that's been a consistent problem with this franchise. If I'm going to have a criticism, honestly, the only problem that I have with that scene is that after all is said and done, Brian kicks something and yells out and then says, I'm sorry. It's like, that's nah, a lame part. You should have yeah, cut that. Yeah, but I can't, cut they that. always get, they always, they have to do something to make Brian somehow get, seem a little dorkier. They get 90% of the way there and then it just drops about 15% because, <laughs> yeah, because I, I, of something I, I, weird. I agree. Some weird character. And it's funny, the, the more I talk about this movie, the more I do enjoy it because I remember my first reaction was, I liked it. I didn't feel as enthusiastic as I did with one through three. And, and part of it was because it did feel like a prequel movie, but the stuff between Dom Mia and uh, which, I mean, I'm glad that Jordana Brewster gets to do something. She doesn't they have still, a lot to do. This no, movie. they still do not let any of their female characters do a whole lot. Um, at least they subvert the, the, um, the love interests in this one. So there, there is that, but, I, and I, I, I kind of said this to some of my Fast uh, and Furious friends, and and a lot of them kind of echoed where I know my my, my Furious friends. They're, they're um, too fast for y'all, Miles. Too fast. Nah, they are. And and they they all kind of said, well, <laughs> you know, with the caveat that I love all of these movies, but all of them said, yeah, this the fourth one's kind of at the bottom of my list just because the other ones are that much better. But it's still a super fun movie, which is kind of where I'm at. Like, I really had a good time and I had an even better time in retrospect talking it through with you. But I remember the, when the movie ended, I was like, I had a good time, but I just wasn't as like yeehaw about this movie as I was one through three. So so right now, my ranking. One and three are like neck and neck. Yeah. Then there's this one four. And then way down here is two. <laughs> See, I have too fast above this one. <laughs> you have too I love fast, too fast man. I, uh, you are. You, you know I love too fast. I you know, know I you do. I know you do. <laughs> there is something about that movie, man. I just it really just 
I love it. Um, and I, this, I, I, might have, it, I might have watched it in the wrong headspace. I just, I could not, like, the dialogue in that movie is so bad I'll that tell it you what, Let's me. take some edibles and watch Too Fast together. <laughs> That's too fast for me, man. That's too fast for me. I, no, I, it'd be super slow. Um, <laughs> but, but, I, but I will also put the caveat that I have had a, I know you didn't care for two, but I have had a good time and enjoyed every single one of these movies. Even if I rank one at the bottom, it's like ranking the star, the original Star Wars trilogy. All three of those movies are bangers for me, but, but, but something has to the bottom. But again, like you look at the bad guy in two as this, yeah. like, cause the bad guy in two and the bad guy in four are kind of the same character. Yeah, they're, they're, a a Latin, they're a Latin yeah. American drug dealer <laughs> that's bringing in drugs into the country. Well, the weird thing is I don't think the actor's Latin American in the second one. No, I think we looked him up and he's like the whitest guy possible. Yeah, yeah, he's, but, uh, he's the whitest guy you know. It's uh I can't remember his name now. Um doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, matter. He, he's, but, he's super white. But they try to make this they try to make this whole thing with this with the guy in two that like he's he's super h- hardcore and and menacing and da-da-da-da-da. But oh, all he yeah, does Cole is, Hauser. Cole, Cole, Cole Hauser. Is, his last name's Hauser. It's <laughs> the whitest name possible. I haven't looked him up. I don't know. But uh and and his character his name's carter verone but he played his name's cole hauser like you just can't look but but what i'm saying is you look at the character in that movie and he's a cartoon he's like putting he's like putting a rat on a dude's chest and putting a bucket with flames on it to to scratch him up and it's like ah ah! and you get the idea that he's gonna kill people or whatever and then you have compost slash braga in this movie and he's like legit menacing in this he movie. He is, but I mean, again, I, I, I'm hoping at some point we're going to flesh out some. I mean, I know for a fact from the trailers I've seen, we get some fleshed out villains because they also join the team at some point. I mean, that's um, that's just going to be the case for I think a lot of villains here I on. I kind of love that the fact that this this franchise like becomes like the Island of Misfit Toys. Like the villain, <laughs> the last thing is like like it'd be like Thanos joining the Avengers or something, you know. But I, I think I think the thing is, uh, the what I'm worried about here is that I liked this movie. I, I enjoyed this movie uh, uh, quite a bit. But this movie edged just to the just it it drifted. Wink just <laughs> to the edge of campy. And I'm worried that oh, when it goes, we, we, we are going to shift into a full gear outside of camp. <laughs> I'm worried that when it goes over that cliff, so I'm not going to enjoy here, it as much. Here, here is my uh, expectation because this is what I have been told for years is because this movie is set up five through seven are the series. Like this is apparently what the series is like framed around. And this is the best. This is the cream of the crop is this trilogy. They make, with five six and seven um and i am really really excited to get to these because this is the one this is this is the time period where people like really came in hard for this franchise yeah like this this is where it establishes itself like the like you mentioned i don't know if you mentioned it off air or not this movie made 360 million dollars so we talked about it we talked about at the end of last week's episode this movie had a budget of 85 million dollars in 2009 money which is not a lot but it made 360 and that that kind of triple digit growth over the budget is a smash hit when we look oh yeah and and i'm just gonna look at fast five 
Fast Five increased the budget to 125 million and then made 626. I know at least one of these movies broke a billion dollar box office. I think two did. Which I and that is just like we're gonna get there and it's gonna be well, not only that, wild. but what I didn't mention about um Fast and Furious is that its DVD Blu-ray sales get generated an additional 70 million. So it's it's just like, I mean, these movies are money. And the studio was right. Bring bring the crew back together. And I'm I am really excited to see what happens because this this is this. These next few movies that we're going to be watching, like create, I think, the the fandom behind the Fast and the Furious franchise. And I'm I'm extremely excited uh, to get to what is it called? It's just Furious Fast Five, right? It's Fast Five. So Fast Five is uh, next time on. We're going to talk about Fast Five. This is a yeah, 20- no, next time on and forever. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's you be- have received a question. <laughs> I have that still on my soundboard, but it's not hooked up right now. Anyway, uh, this movie came out in 2011. This is the final Fast and the Furious movie before the more you nerd podcast existed. And I'm going to drop a statistic on you, Miles, that I kind of forgot. Okay, this is the first appearance of a character by the name of Hobbs. Oh, I know. Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne the Rock Johnson makes his debut in Fast Five. Um, this is a movie that had a one hundred and twenty five million dollar budget box office of six hundred and twenty six million. This is the movie of anything that put Fast and the Furious. It was already on the map, but this is what sent it to space, except they didn't go to space until like four movies later but anyway um i'm joking i don't know when they go to space but uh i'm i I am so excited for for this one um also apparently and i'm just browsing this uh fast five also known as fast and furious five fast and furious five rio heist or wild speed megamax in japan (laughs) yeah this is one of those movies we should look up the japanese titles too because i bet they're really fun Uh, Uh, i just Wild Speed Mega Max. I, I, I wish this franchise was called Wild Speed Mega Max. Japan, <laughs> Japan's Wild Speed Mega Max is a Macaroni Rascals level title. No, no, nothing <laughs> is on the level of Macaroni Rascals. <laughs> and like every like four months, I'm reminded that thing exists and it makes my life infinitely better. <laughs> please, please, if you haven't, uh, if you have not heard of the Macaroni Rascals, look them up. And email us because I want to know if you've never heard of this before and what you think that is, um, because Miles and I have been talking about this for literal decades. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah, this I mean, Mike was on the the show when we talked about Macaroni Rascals. I'm pretty oh, Macaroni sure Macaroni Rascals is like first 200 episodes, bro. It's old. It's an old reference. Um, but anyway, gang, it has been fast fun. But now we need to furious end the show. That was terrible. I wish I had not said that. Anyway, uh, if you would like to reach out to us, you can find us at themoreunit.com where you can listen to this and every one of our episodes, including the ones where we mentioned the Macaroni Rascals for the first time way, way back in the day. Uh, you can uh, go to facebook.com slash themoreunit and you can tweet to us at themoreunit. And of course, you can email us themoreunit at gmail.com. That's themoreunit at gmail.com. 
And until next time, we're going to end the show as we always do with a rousing nerd, nerd out. out. Two out for y'all. <laughs>